Give him a shout, somebody. It is the first night of Encounter 2022. And it is so good to see each one of you out there right now. Um, for those of you who don't know, my name is Kevin, um, and I am the pastor. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Uh, and I'm super excited uh, to be here tonight. I'm super excited to give a word for you. And the word that I have for you uh, tonight is different than the initial word that I had for you tonight. We'll get to that in just a second. Margaret's like, oh, come on now. If you're watching online, we want to welcome you tonight. We just want to say welcome. We're so glad to have you. We believe that you're here for a purpose and on purpose. Uh, and would you leave a comment? Let us know where you're watching from. Uh, share this. Get the word out. Get it out that we are having revival here in this place this evening. And like I said, I have a fresh word for you. I had this awesome idea for a message, like this really cool thing that I was going to do uh, about questions and concerns and how when you buy something, sometimes on the back of it, it says questions and concerns, call this number. And I was fired up about it. But then at about two o'clock today, God said, no, that's not what I want to do. So this is hot off the press. This is, this is fresh this, this evening. It's fresh. I told Chad at about two o'clock, I said, hey man, he changed everything. And I want to make sure your message ain't the same message I'm preaching tonight. Chad's preaching tomorrow night. We're super excited about that. But before we get to the exciting stuff, before we get to the shouting, before we get to the clapping, I have a simple question, okay? But it's a question nonetheless. And the question is this, what is revival? Does anybody know what revival is? Like, I know that we're here for in a revival. Like, like this is Encounter Revival 2022. But, but what does it really mean? What is real revival? And the second question is, what does it mean to have an encounter? What does it mean to really have a real encounter with God? And, and Chad, last night at a group we were in, Chad asked the group, he said, what are you guys hoping to get from this revival? And my honest initial thought was, I was just hoping to have one. <laughs> I hadn't got that far yet. I just wanted to have one. But, but since he asked me that question, it got me thinking, what do I want out of this revival? Why are we here right now? What is it that you're trying to get? What is it that God wants to give to you? And because I'm a pastor and because I'm an anointed of the Lord, the first thing I did is I went to the word of Webster. That's right. I went to the dictionary and, and I looked up the words encounter and then I looked up revival. Let me show you what I found encounter a violent that's the wrong one there it is there it is that's funny encounter is an unexpected say unexpected or casual meeting with someone or something i was expecting to find something a little more interesting than that that was that was whelming i was looking for more than that but instead, what I found was an unexpected, say unexpected, or casual meeting with somebody or something. And maybe you're here this evening, and you've quit expecting. Maybe you're watching online, and, and you've quit expecting 
God. You've quit expecting the unexpected. You've quit expecting God to move in your life. You've been waiting for a breakthrough. You've been praying for healing. You've been contending for peace and you're getting weary. Tonight is a night. Encounter revival is a night of the unexpected. And I'm here to encourage you, don't put God in a box. Don't put a limit on God because your waiting season might just end right here, right now. Come on. Your miracle, your miracle could be in the house right now. And even though I'm preaching, this night is far from over. Your breakthrough could be in this place right now. Your promise could be in the presence. And so after I looked up the word encounter, I was compelled to look up the word revival. And this is what I found. An improvement in the condition or strength of something. An instance of something becoming popular, active, or important again. In our case, revival is an improvement in the condition of our soul. And it's the instance that the power of the Spirit becomes popular to us again. That it becomes active in our lives again. And that it becomes something that is important to us once again. And then I started thinking about what if you put the two words together like encounter, revival. And I put both of the definitions together and I came up with a definition that I think Webster would be proud of. I don't have it back there. Encounter, revival. You ready for this? A time to experience the unexpected and to expect the unexplainable. Encounter revival, a time to experience the unexpected. And because you experience that, you begin to expect something you can't explain. Put it in the dictionary, Webster. Where you at? (laughs) And as I was reading the word last night, I was led to Ezekiel chapter 37. And encountering revival is exactly what happens to Ezekiel in the valley of dry bones. Say dry bones. Ezekiel was about to have an encounter with God, a big encounter with God. And it's unlike anything else that came before it or after it. And because of this encounter, the world around him would experience revival. Not him directly. He was in the middle of it. But because he had an encounter, the world around him got to experience revival. A revival. When God's people begin to expect the impossible, they encounter revival. And that's what this is all about. Ezekiel was about to experience the unexpected. He was going to get a word from God like nothing else we see in Scripture. It's one of the most visually impressive events in the Bible, and it's a wonderful picture of real revival. Not just, not just like we're in a revival. I'm talking like real revival where something dead comes to life. Something too far gone comes back. When the prodigals return, it was real revival. Let me tell you something. I'm not used to holding a microphone. I don't, I don't hold a microphone. I got a headset. I thought it'd be good to hold the microphone and do things like this so I could talk real loud. But my arm's getting tired. And I don't know what to do with my feet. I'm just kind of hobbling around up here. So Ezekiel was a man. I'm going to teach for just a second, and then we're going to get into the hooping and hollering. Okay. 
Ezekiel was a major prophet, okay? So you've got like, you've got your private prophets, then you got your lieutenant prophets, and then you got your major prophets. That's a joke. It's a, it, it, it's a joke. Uh, I'll get to that in a second. Major prophet, private prophet, lieutenant, commander prophet. Okay. Ezekiel was a major prophet during the time of the Babylonian exile. And this prophecy that we're getting ready to look at is regarding the people of God that lost their fire. People of God, God's people that lost their hope. They lost their belief. They lost their values. They were backsliding. Does that sound like anything we might be experiencing today in our world? Just look around. This prophecy is about a nation that turned their back on God. And because of their disobedience, they were exiled to Babylon for 70 years. And it's during this time that God is going to give Ezekiel this incredible word. Unlike anything else that had happened before. And it means something for you and I today. And by the way, a major prophet means that he just, it's a big book in the Bible. That's all that means. When you hear, when you hear minor prophet, it's not that he was less important. His book just isn't as big. It's not fair, but it is what it is. Look at this event in Ezekiel. Ezekiel, let's read it. And this is Ezekiel talking. The hand of the Lord was on me and he brought me out by the spirit. Say by the spirit. He brought me out by the spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of the valley. It was full of bones. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. Ezekiel had an unexpected encounter with God that day. And you see bones, bones represent the final stage of death. There really isn't a whole lot more de decay after bones. Bones will stay in the dirt for thousands of years, totally lifeless. That's it. When there's bones, that's it. Bones mean no more breakthrough. This is a grim scene. And you may be wondering, why is God taking Ezekiel to this? Why is he showing them this? Why is God taking Ezekiel to a desolate place? You see, God has taken Ezekiel to a totally disconnected and dead environment. Have you ever been to the Valley of Dry Bones, I ask? I've been to the Valley of Dry Bones. A, t a time when, when you're in the desert in the spirit, you're just dry. Sometimes the only adjective you can think of is, I'm just, I'm just dry. There's not a lot of life in me. I want there to be. I, I want these things, but I'm just feeling dry. Have you ever been to a place that you didn't think there was any return? Just like my sister's testimony. I don't know why I thought it would be a good idea to get her up here right before I preach. I was about to lose it. Have you ever been to the Valley of Dry Bones? A place that seems too far even for God? Or, or maybe you have a friend who's been there, right? Asking for a friend. Or maybe you've looked at the world around you like I have very recently and thought, that's the valley of dry bones. The world's dead. There is no hope. And then as Ezekiel is looking around at the grotesque, seemingly irredeemable scene, God asks him this question. He asked me, son of man, this is God talking, can these bones live? And I said, sovereign Lord, you alone know. You see, Ezekiel knew this was rhetorical. God wasn't actually asking him because God was fixing to show him. 
Now, in Ezekiel's mind, he was probably thinking the same thing you and I would be thinking, the same thing we think when we look at our nation today. There is no chance. There is no hope for these dry bones. Zero chances that they ever live again. This situation is too far gone. Too much time has passed. These folks are toast. The situation is beyond repair. There's no way that Ezekiel looked at those dry bones and thought they're getting ready to come back to life. That wasn't his thought. There are some people in this building right now, or maybe you're watching online, and you're walking through a situation that seems to be beyond repair. There are things happening in our nation right now that seem totally hopeless. When we think about it, it seems totally irredeemable. It seems like bones in the final stages of decay. And if something doesn't change, if we don't have a word from God, that's it. But then what God says next kind of changes things, changes the whole story. This next part is where God shows up in the middle of the mess. This is when God says, it may look bad to you, but nothing is impossible for me. It may look irredeemable for you, but nothing is beyond my reach. Then he said to me, prophesy to these dry bones and say to them, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Oh, come. He said, dry bones, listen to me. Dry bones, dead thing, thing beyond reach, a church beyond reach, a nation beyond reach. Listen to the words I'm getting ready to say. Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you and you will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you. I will put breath in you and you will come back to life. At that point, you will know that I am the Lord. And I'm here to tell somebody during this revival, I'm here to tell somebody to start believing that God is talking to you and he is saying dead thing. I'm getting ready to put breath back into your lungs. Instead of talking about our nation and how, how bad things have gotten, speak to the dead thing. God told Ezekiel to prophesy. He said, speak to the things around you and tell them it's time to live again. Speak to, speak to the situation you find yourself in and declare the word of the Lord. Yeah. Ezekiel had an encounter with God. And because he was a man of faith and a man of obedience, when he spoke the word of the Lord, the world around him experienced revival. And my question is, what is revival? What does it mean? Because there's a part of it that's personal to you, where we, the church, get ignited. But when the church gets ignited, everything else experiences revival. When you begin to expect the unexplainable, when you encounter real revival, the power of God will show up and fix the unfixable. He will solve the unsolvable. He will redeem the irredeemable. Listen, if he can give life to a valley full of bones, he will work miracles for a people full of faith. God is saying, we've all heard this. God is saying it. 
He is saying it. He is saying it. If my people who are called by my name will turn from their wicked ways, I will hear them. I will heal them. Where there is repentance, there is hope. Encountering revival is about the church waking up and looking upon a valley of dry bones and saying, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. It's time to come alive. The word of the Lord says live. The word of the Lord says live in the name of Jesus. The word of the Lord says prodigals come home in the name of Jesus. Sick be healed in the name of Jesus. The word of the Lord says live. The word of the Lord says, wake up, church. I'm calling you to the next level. I'm calling you to a new thing in a new place for a new time. I believe that God is in this place right now. Encounter Revival 2022. And he wants to give breath to the dry bones in your life. He wants you to encounter revival. He wants to strengthen what the enemy has destroyed. He wants to heal what the world has broken and he wants to take back what the opposition has stolen. And when the world sees that the church is alive, when the world sees that the church is united and that dry bones live again, they will know that there is power in the name of Jesus. They will know that there is power in the name of the Lord. What is revival? For me, this revival, this time right here, it's about, it's about me getting caught on fire. But, but if this church could get caught on fire and experience real revival, Elkins would change. The, the city wouldn't look like it looks anymore. I believe that there's strongholds over businesses in this area. I believe that there's strongholds over people's minds in this area. I believe that there's strongholds over this region that are stopping it from thriving. I believe there's a stronghold of addiction in this area. I believe that there's a stronghold of drugs in this area. And God is saying, when my church gets together, I'm going to tell them to tell the world, dry bones, come alive. What? is revival it's a time when the people of God allow the hand of God to lead them and it's a time when the people of God allow the Spirit of the Lord to take them to an unexpected place to experience the impossible yes. nothing is impossible with God I'm praying for people in my life maybe you're praying for people in your life no person is beyond reach. No person is too lost and no nation is too far gone. God wants to use his people to speak life into the dead things surrounding us. And I'm going to say it again. And it's a time to shout. Ezekiel looked at the dry bones and he said, dry bones. Hear the word of the Lord. Elkins. Hear the word of the Lord. Prodigals, hear the word of the Lord. Cancer, hear the word of the Lord. Sickness, 
hear the word of the Lord. The Lord says it's time to lift. So we speak over our nation. We speak freedom over addiction. We speak healing over sickness. We speak peace in the midst of fear. We speak redemption in the darkness and resurrection in the valley. We speak life over death. We speak breakthrough over bondage. We speak life in the name of Jesus. Let him know. Dry bones. Hear the word of the Lord. Come alive. The worship team's getting ready to come back out here. And we're going to sing some songs. And we're going to praise. And we're going to make room for him to move. If you've got dry bones in your life, now is the time to say, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Maybe you know somebody in this room that's struggling. As an ambassador of Christ, saints of God, Encourage them. Walk up and say, I see some dry bones in your life. And I'm saying, hear the word of the Lord. It's time to come alive. If you just need a touch from God this evening, if you just need an encounter with God this evening, I want to pray with you. I want you to come down right now. If you just want to touch, if you're here tonight, we didn't come here for no reason. If you're here tonight and you say, I just need more right now. I've got dry bones in my life, and I want them to come alive in the name of Jesus. If that's you, come down right now.